Welcome to the Solar Buzz with me, David Williamson, CEO of Titan Solar Power. Today, I have a very special guest. He is a brand new to Titan. We have Dennis Chang. Round of applause for Dennis Chang. Dennis Chang is the new VP of Supply Chain, right? Yes, sir. Is it VP of Global Supply Chain or did you not want global in there? Um, I think local first. Local and then you're going to go international and then you're going to go global, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, how's it been going so far? It's been good. It's been... Uh, You're lying. That's a lie. Everyone, that's a lie. He thinks it sucks. We have too, too much inventory <laughs> in every warehouse, and he's just trying, he's trying to be nice. Where did you work before you worked at Titan? So before that, uh, I was at Q-Cells. Q-Cell for how long? I was there for seven years. Seven years at Q-Cell, and what was your title there? I was a senior sales manager. Senior sales manager. So you had big accounts like ours. That's right. right? And then... Um, was it only in the Southwest, or did you sell nationally? I sold nationally. Just mostly over the phone. You didn't travel a ton, did you? Oh, I did. Oh, before COVID. Pre-COVID, Yeah, right. I remember during COVID, whenever I'd FaceTime you, you're always in your apartment with your dogs. That's right. Never, never anywhere else. Nope. And you were content to be there, or was it driving you crazy? No, it was pretty comfortable. I liked it. Right. Um, so you were at uh, QSelf. That's a long time to be at one place. But these uh, panel manufacturers, these reps, uh, even inverter reps, they don't stick around. I mean, their shelf life is like a year and a half, two years, and they're always bouncing. That's right, on average. You know, I wanted to see it through, and we grew the company from QSelf's from maybe a couple hundred megawatts a year to multiple gigawatts, so I was pretty proud of that achievement. Well, QSelf has been around a long time, and Hanwha mm -hmm. bought Q When did Hanwha buy QSelf? 2012. 2012, Okay. And Hanwha was already making panels, but they rebranded. They bought QCell. Were they made in Poland or something like that? It was a German company made in Poland with a facility in Malaysia. Okay. And then before That's that... That's not confusing at all, by the way. No, not at all. And then now it's a Korean company that manufactures in Malaysia, China, U.S. Um, but before that, it was Hanwha Solar One. And okay. Which is a fun fact. Before it was called Solar One, the company is actually called Solar Fun. Solar Fun. Solar Fun. They were making panels and they were calling themselves Solar Fun. That's right. Like it's a, like it's a pop band or something like that. That's right. That's great. So, um, I can just imagine the ads for Solar Fun. Just some somebody speaking in some really fast, you know, foreign language and a bunch of colors. Yep. That would that would have been great. We should we should bring that back. We should. Um, but you were there for a long time and like at some point were you. Were you bored or were you like wanting for a new challenge? I mean, you were doing the same job for seven years. I mean, it's got to get a little tiring, right? No, actually, it's, it was pretty dynamic. But I think sitting down and building the relationship with you guys over the last couple of years, I saw what y'all were building, um, build a relationship with you personally. And I thought it was a great opportunity to come on board over here. The personal relationship is obviously the sneaker thing. I mean, there you go. He's, Dennis Chang is a massive sneakerhead, just so everybody knows. <laughs> if you ever want to buy him a gift, it's shoes. Um, in fact, we're both wearing we're both wearing shattered backboards, right? That's right. And you are. I can see the bottom of yours. You actually wear yours all the time. I'm, I'm only wearing these for this thing. I I don't even have the other one on. Carlos maybe put this one on. I was wearing Crocs. <laughs> I got the Crocs back here, everybody. Um, so uh, where were you? Were you in solar before QCell? Or? I've been in energy since I can remember after college. Okay, where'd you go to college? I went to University of Texas. University of Texas. So uh, you hate A and M. Absolutely. Actually, I hate AOU more, but okay, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so you go to college, you get out of college, and you and you go into what? Where 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 were you, where'd you go after that? I went into NRG Energy. Uh, which NRG, is, the right. the people that sponsor don't they sponsor the the Houston Texans like yes. stadium? NRG yeah. Stadium, right? That's right. Or it was. It was Reliant, but NRG acquired Reliant. Uh, right. Or, and so they changed the NRG Stadium. Okay. 
and obviously they're still a big, you know, they're they're a big energy company, right? They spell it they spell it weird. So they, uh, what'd you do for them? I was in their supply chain group doing sourcing. Okay. And then I pivoted to NRG Solar uh, about halfway through my career at NRG and spearheaded their sourcing and supply chain there. NRG bought uh, Suncap back in the day. Suncap was sure. the the leasing company, the small leasing company that was trying to compete with Solar City back in 2012. Correct. And then what, a year later, they bought Suncap, right? And right. so it was NRG Home so, Solar. Energy Home Solar. They sort of people were doing leases through there, and then that they stopped that fund, or what? What did they? That was nothing to do with you. You weren't involved in that, right? No, I was solely on the utility and commercial side. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So you've got plenty of experience negotiating for panel, inverter, and manufacturers. Are there, you can talk to them in the language that they understand. And, Absolutely. And, that, and they all now fear you, right? I've been getting a lot of phone calls about how we're, how ch- people check in and to see how they're doing. So, but Isn't it great everyone kissing your ass? I guess. Yeah. What do you mean you guess? <laughs> it's great. And then they're scared of you, too. Like Sometimes. Your first week here, didn't we have uh, – we had Solar Edge in. Yep. We had um, K2 was in here. That's right. And uh, you had, what else? Whether you had, uh, you got Unirac coming in when? Uh, in two weeks. Unirac comes in in two weeks? That's right. Okay, don't you have someone this week too? Um, Sun Moto is going to be coming Sun back. Moto, yep. right? And all these people are just, uh, they're, they're seeing you like, hey man, I got a chance here, right? I can win some business. You're like, hell yeah, you can. So you're just going to piss everybody off. Just twiddling my thumb. Look at you. You're like a, you're just going to sit back and play everyone. That's great. Good for you. Thank you. Everyone's going to hate you. <laughs> they used to hate I used to have to deal with all this negotiations. Now I can just say, "Well, talk to Dennis." I don't know. I don't know what we pay for that stuff. I can act like I don't know what's going on. Yep. That's fun. You can get taken to lunch and you don't drink. Nope. So they can't get you drunk nope. and they can't get any secrets out of you. Nope. In fact, they'll get loaded and, and they'll they'll That's probably right. talk too much. I should probably go to those lunches and drink for you. I'll drink two I, at a time. I would love that. I would love that too. That's my. That's the only reason I get up in the morning. Just kidding. I don't have a problem. That's not funny. You could have put a. You could have played a sound effect right there when I said it. That's the wrong sound effect. Amber's. So what's the plan here? You uh, you're not married to any one piece of equipment we currently carry, right? You right. you're open-minded to just about anybody that any. Manufacturer is going to come in with a with a pitch. You're going to listen to it, absolutely, and you're going to try to get us the best deal. That's right. And the better deal you get us on equipment, the better deal we give our dealers because our cost stack is, you know, has gone up in the last year. Of course, everyone's cost stack has gone up, and that's because we we are not in control of panel pricing. We're not in control of supply chain, so we are at their mercy, and we pass that down to salespeople, and of course, the salespeople look at us like, oh, you scumbags, you're raising my price. Like, has anything to do with us? Well, if they realize and look around everything that's going on, they right. realize everything's kind of going up. Right, yeah. Uh, salespeople don't understand why our gas prices have gone up, too. <laughs> like, what? Your gas prices went up? Like, yeah, we're yep. paying $100 more a week in gas, or $200 more a week in gas per truck. Yep. They go, why? I'm like, the same, the same is for you. They go, yeah, that's right. So what happens? Do I make less or more commission? Man, you make less commission or you raise the price to the customer. They're already saving money. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, so uh, what's the what's the plan with, with your friends at QSO? I mean, they're, have, you been, have they talked to you? Are they still wanting the business? They do. We had a very good call with them actually yesterday talking about the rest of the year and next year. And they're going to try to make their way out to come visit us soon in the next couple of weeks. And they're, these are your former bosses and coworkers. Coworkers. Co-workers, and they're, and they're wearing the Q-Cell stuff. Are they going to come in? And, like, when they come in, they always hand out business cards. It's like the thing they always do. Like, every time they come in, they'll hear seven business cards. 
they uh, they're going to come in and you're going to be sitting. They're going to hand out. Are they going to hand your business card to you? <laughs> I hope not. That'd be so funny. I don't need it. You have all their names. Um, that is going to be awkward. No. No, not at all. It will be for me because I'm gonna. If I'm in the meeting, I'm gonna talk a lot of shit. It's gonna be that's funny. Fair. Okay, yep. that's gonna be great. Well, one of them you'll know pretty well, uh, David Chang. He came from LG. Oh yeah, David Chang that's will be right. here. Yeah, I'm trying to get him out here. Personally, I like Samsung more, but that's just me. That, that is just you. Yep. Um, I have LG appliances, so <laughs> take it easy. All of my TVs in my house are Samsung. I have Samsung too. I don't know why I've, I'm, I have uh, LG wash and dryer. We're not doing appliance review though on this podcast. We're talking solar. That's right. So let's talk about solar. So um, they're going to talk to you, and you're also talking to um, other manufacturers. You're talking to you're talking to everyone that you anyone would expect. Uh, Longy and yep. uh, Trina. That's right. And these are these are still companies that are relatively healthy and like they want to get biz- more business, right? Absolutely. What's a if, it, if there is a salesperson listening, what is going on with the the tariff on panels that have the parts that came from China that everyone was worried about pricing and all that? What What's the latest with that that you know of? So there were three main things of concern in the United States for module tariffs. One was Section 201 that was implemented about three, four or five years ago. There is an anti-dumping, uh, anti-circumvention tariff which they were looking into, but then that got dropped as part of President Biden's second order. The anti-circumvention tariff is where uh, a panel manufacturer gets parts from China, assembles them in a relatively friendly country, and then brings them in. Correct. And someone said, that's not fair. It's still a Chinese part. Correct. Okay, who was the company that blew the whistle? Oxen. Oxen. And now Oxen, that's a bunch of big cows. Are you talking about that? Not mm. oxen, like O-X-E-N. No. Okay, what do we, oxen, A-U? A-U-X-I-N. Okay, so somehow they got their case heard and caused a big stir. Right. And that was the one that caused a little bit of a price increase for everybody, kind of, right? That was the massive uh, increase that we felt this year in 2022. Okay. But that's gone now, so President Biden put in his executive order, uh, all the tariffs are now a moratorium for two years, so we don't have additional new tariffs in the United States. On panels? Correct. Or, or any solar equipment, is that right? Or is it just, just panels? Just panels. So They're just panels. So the more the more that's a tough word. Moratorium. Moratorium. Yep. Jeez, I don't say that enough. Put that on the calendar. Practicing moratorium. So uh, so modules are going right now. They're still high though. They are just because there's still a very limited supply in the marketplace. A lot of the manufacturers, with all these tariffs that were in place, with the Forced Labor Prevention Act that the Congress passed end of last year started ramping down production because they realized the U.S. was not as high demand as they thought they were. So they weren't just not, they weren't just going to run factories just to run factories. So they ramped down manufacturing, Correct. even though they could have kept going. And, it, and part of it is because they were worried about um, retroactive tariffs back to Retroactive April? and just pricing out of the utility market. Okay. Um, so are manufacturers ramping up manufacturing again? That is what I'm starting to hear, yes. Okay. I mean, your your old company, QCell, could make how many modules a day out of that plant in Georgia? I believe it was like four or five megawatts a day. Was it 12,000 panels yeah, per yeah. day? Because they work, they work three shifts, right? That's right, three lines. And they're building a whole new factory right next door to it. That's right. Is it the exact same size factory? They're yes. Gonna, it can they're, be literally double the modules yep. coming out of there. Correct. And that was a cool tour we went on. Um, obviously, you hosted us there with like watching the... The, um, the unmanned forklifts, the robots taking modules from the lines as it comes off and putting them to getting wrapped and then putting them in the warehouse. And you guys were 
the lady touring us goes, yeah, you can see we don't have that many modules here. And it was filled with modules. Like that was like low inventory for you guys, apparently. Right. So they just opened up a, um, a warehouse in Atlanta. So the factory wouldn't technically operate as a warehouse. They shipped everything out of Atlanta. Gotcha. As you can imagine, when you were driving up there, there's not much going on in Dalton, Georgia. There wasn't much going on no. in Dalton, Georgia. So in fact, uh, Atlanta is yeah. a little bit better for freight. Yeah, we blacked out and then all of a sudden just arrived there. So, um, okay, so the panels, you're going to be talking to all the big manufacturers. What's going on with inverters? We're, we obviously still have a really good deal and a good relationship with Solar Edge. Absolutely. Um, but you're also talking to Enphase, aren't you? Absolutely. And you're going to try to get us some kind of competitive price where, I mean, if the price was so low, we could offer it as a side-by-side. -side. Look, sales company, choose which one you want. But, uh, but I don't think they're going to get there. Do you? I mean, pricing we'll what? We'll find out. Heath is supposed to get back to me this week. That would be that'd be kind of cool if we said, look, whatever you guys want, choose your. And then if the market shows one or the other, then people are going to have like the those guys are going to have to have a talk between each other. Whatever the sales company wants and whatever the homeowner wants, like that's what I want to install. I just care about getting the getting the glass on the roof. Right. Um, what's going on? Are you have you dove into battery supply yet? Is that something that is like, I know your focus was cleaning up the inventory. Are you doing a great job of that? And then talking to the panel and inverter manufacturers is, uh, are batteries something that you're investigating yet or? Uh, yes. Down the road, I will be. So. Okay. It's not, it hasn't been the primary focus yet. Not yet. Okay. The right now, if you, if a salesperson was listening, the battery, we should be recommending because they ask all the time, what battery do you recommend? And they, they do their own research and screw up. Like, use Tesla, use Energy Bank. Those are the ones we should be pushing, right? Right. None of these alternate ones that you have to buy on Amazon and shit. Okay, what about, uh, I mean, the racking, I couldn't tell you one salesperson who gives a shit about racking. Like, I don't know if anybody really knows in sales who we use for racking, do they? I mean, we try to tell everybody it's K2. They show up at our at our conference, our summits that we do, and they have a great time. They're, they're fun guys, but I don't know that salespeople are selling racking i used to sell like the the roof attachment i would show a customer this is the roof attachment it's part of the pitch kit but i mean salespeople don't promote racking i mean if you think about it when this job is installed and done you actually don't see the rack it's the least visible right. thing right unless someone stares underneath the panels if they own only if they have a one-story house a two-story house you can't see it at all no but the racking we do use we cut the ends off we have undermount end clamps so it's like cleaner install um so what else, what else is there to tell about like what your plans are for your department? Obviously, it's a lot of cleanup, but is there anything exciting that a salesperson or someone might want to hear on this podcast besides you know, how cool you are with the shoe thing? Well, I think most importantly is ensuring that Titan moving forward as a residential contractor uh, is provided and afforded partnerships where it makes sense to be super price competitive and we also have stability and supply. Right. I mean, that's what, that's what this year has all been all about, stability in supply. Correct. I know there are uh, the long people, you know, the long tail, the smaller installers have already been, um, I don't know, screwed over, but they were told, hey, we're going to have supply issues. And then they go to CED and they go, hey, I need some, I need some of those uh, Silfab 380s. And they go, oh, we don't have any. And they go, but we always buy it from you. And they go, right, until today. <laughs> There's none on the shelf. And they Correct. go, what, what do we do now? And they go, try buy baby formula. And we're out of that too. Or toilet paper. Or toilet paper. So they uh, so they come to people like us and say, hey, do you guys have 380s sitting around? And you know, and we did. We sold some to that uh, that small installer in, in Idaho, right? Yep. And helped them out. But again, they were in a pinch, and they would have had to flip all their, their jobs. They would have to change plans, change uh, 
permitting, you probably utility application change, all those things which cause a massive delay just to get a higher priced module from supply. So like the the industry, the smaller, the long tail is going to get hit hard with that. And we don't want that. And yep. we've had that happen. Titan's had that happen before when we've gone from one module to the next. Back in the day when you were selling an REC 290 and then REC said, oh, by the way, 295s are out. And you're like, okay, great. Well, we're doing, you know, 800 jobs a week. When do we cut it off? And then we would end up with a, either a ton of 290s left over because we cut it off too sh too soon or cut it off too late. And we have jobs where we're having to scramble and change plans as well. So that we've gone through that when there wasn't a supply issue, just a wattage class change. So I can't imagine how difficult it is for a smaller installer to take their entire pipeline, which might only be 30 jobs, but all of them have to change at once. That sucks. Um, what about supply for like smaller installers? If there is a if there was a smaller installer listening to this and they said, hey, uh, I'm, I'm struggling. Do you guys have extra? Do you have extra modules right now in some warehouses? We do have some extras in some warehouses. Some older, like remainded, like 305s and stuff like that. That's right. Some Canadians, some SoFabs, some LGs. Like big brands. Yep. And you have, you know, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, right? That's right. So if someone wanted to reach out to you to say, hey, can I buy a couple pallets of this um, module? I mean, they can, they can sell them a lot easier. They can go to one salesperson and say, look, I got 60 modules, sell two 30 panel systems, two 9KWs, and that rep can go out and actually do it, right? Correct. So best way to get a hold of you, um, dchang at titansolarpower.com, right? Yep. Okay, and then if any smaller installer wants to, a deal, you can help them with that. Yep. Sell them the modules, help them out of a pinch, uh, liquidate some of our stock instead of having to find a, you know, a place to take, a, take them from us. I mean, we want to clean up all the warehouses. That's the goal is to you, have, you start with a clean slate. So that's why these first two weeks you're going to be doing a lot of cleanup, right? Yeah, tomorrow's inventory. What are you going to do? Work late? That's, that and uh, go back there and help Mike out. He'll probably kick me out. Be like, what are you doing back here? Dude, now? that's awful. You better wear some nasty shoes. Are you wearing those in the warehouse today? Probably wear some dad shoes, some Monarchs. <laughs> that's funny. I don't even know what those are. I don't even have those, Carlos, some Monarchs. I don't know what that means. Air Monarch 4. We do our white labeling. People talk, we've talked about a lot. We have a data sheet that shows a Titan solar panel manufactured by Qcell, manufactured by Silfab. Even the solar edge inverter, we've got a data sheet that says Titan inverter manufactured by solar edge. That's not truly white label, is it? No, it's a co-brand. It's a co-brand. So it still is a message for a homeowner. It makes the, the rep have an easier experience with the homeowner saying, hey, it's a Titan panel, Titan inverter, Titan racking. We don't want to mislead people in the marketplace. I don't want a salesperson walking in going, Titan has their own white labeled it's um, a co-branded module. Co-branded module, which right. is, but for a homeowner, they don't. I don't think the homeowner would know the difference or care about the difference. They wouldn't say, "Oh, it's not white labeled. Get out of my house, you scumbag." I think we've, uh, I think we accomplished our goal. We got through a podcast. I put on one shoe for this, so I think we should wrap it up. Uh, well, I'd like to thank our guest, Dennis Chang. He's going to do a fantastic job for Titan. He's going to make us uh, even more efficient uh, on the supply side, and we're going to have a. We're going to have a lot better offering next year, hopefully, because of his work. So if anyone has any feedback and they want to reach out to us about products that they're, they're hoping to have on our menu, Dennis would be the guy to do the research and get the pricing. So please reach out to us via Instagram or Facebook or however you guys would message us, and we can get you in contact with Dennis. Uh, only ask good questions, no stupid questions, all right? Uh, thanks a lot, Dennis. Yep, you're welcome. Thanks, David. All right.